Yarra City Council acknowledges the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people as the traditional owners and true sovereigns of the land now known as Yarra. We also acknowledge the significant contributions made by other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to life in Yarra. We pay our respects to elders from all nations listening today and to their elders past, present and future. Hi, welcome back to Yarra Libraries podcast. Today is our first Kids Shelf episode for 2021. My name's Bridget. I am the children and youth librarian at the beautiful Bugungunanyan North Fitzroy Library. And today we have a very special guest joining us. We have Lisa from the Little Book Room. If you don't know the Little Book Room, they are Australia's oldest children's bookshop. And I highly recommend you check them out. Lisa's here today with us. She's going to talk about some new and exciting books in children's literature. I'm so excited to be here, Bridget. Thank you so much for inviting me to share some of the new books by Melbourne authors that have come out in the last couple of months. I've got one exception, but it's so difficult to choose just five and I might have been a little bit cheeky and slipped in an extra one. So we probably are going to have to talk fast that's totally fine we're we're more than happy to talk about more than five books that was the the guide to make sure we didn't go too long but I think um I think they're worth talking about beautiful should I start from youngest or oldest oh let's start from youngest and work our way up okay well this month we have seen the release of Jane Godwin and Anna Walker's new book called Don't Forget It's what they were working on through last year's lockdown in Melbourne. It's designed by the very talented Alison Colpoise, who is famous for her books, um, Under the Love Umbrella and All the Ways to Be Smart, which was launched here in this very library written by Davina Bell. Now, don't forget, um, is a beautiful, lilting story reminding us of, of the lovely things about daily life. Don't forget to make your bed and wear socks that fit your feet. Don't forget to care, to play, to run, to laugh. But then it really hits home and it reminds us of the the things that we called upon to get through that dark time as a community last year and has a very profound message. Um, it is, of course, um, full of family moments and dogs and delightful daily scenes that really reflect um, the diversity of um, Melbourne and, and Australia. And Anna Walker, the illustrator, has got this gorgeous pink pastel entering the palette of her work which I just find absolutely thrilling so there's lots for little people to look at to to start conversations about and for us um, grown-ups to to read as a poem and a, a really poignant reminder. I can see these beautiful pictures that are such a signature style of Anna Walker. They're such a dream team, Jane Godwin and Anna Walker, aren't they? They are iconic. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's a picture book called Don't Forget. Lovely. For all of us. <laughs> just One, hard. Great Not... for kids, but great for the grown-ups too. And isn't that the wonder of a picture book? It's a it's a often a child's first introduction to art. That's something that Jane Godwin um, says a lot, but 
um, a picture book has to really um, engage an adult grown-up audience and a child audience as well, whereas no one's asking Murakami to do that. It's <laughs> a bit much greater challenge. <gasps> can I, can I, should I move on? Yeah, what's next? I've got another, a new a series by another local, Sally Rippon, which has art by Chris Kennett. It's a series of... I guess you'd, you'd vaguely describe them as readers. It's called School of Monsters. Ooh. And what Sally Rippon is trying to to achieve with Chris is a bridge between picture books and chapter books for four and five and six-year-olds. So we have a fabulous cast of characters monsters going to school for the first time it's completely wild and super silly therefore very engaging for that age group and Sally has very cleverly um, used a very limited vocabulary and made her books rhyme which is a wonderful way of empowering kids to predict the words um, that are going to come next so each each page has uh, a bit of rhyming text, a little bit like Dr. Seuss, you could say. Um, and one of the words on each page is in colour, and that's the word for the kid. Yeah, they get oh. to own that bit. There's also there are also heaps of wonderful resources on online at uh, SallyRippon.com. I think there's a parents pack. So um, Sally explains a lot about why she researched for the last five years to create this series of books that is particularly helpful for all kids learning or beginning to read but also is very friendly for dyslexia um, prone children or anybody who is experiencing some neurodiversity that makes traditional beginner books a little bit hard to engage with. So the idea is that you can read aloud, read along and then read alone. <gasps> this sounds fantastic. So for those um, listeners, you might know Sally Rippon from the Billy B. Brown series and the Hey Jack series um, and she's got many, many other uh, great books, but yeah, this is looks like a really exciting project. Yeah, School of Monsters. I think every prep in the whole of Victoria should be given um, a set of these books on their first day of school. So, how many are in the set? We've got four so far, but there will definitely be ten, and they're mm. only very slightly not graded. They just add in. Uh, Sally adds in a slightly more complex word here and there in some of the later releases, and they've got this cool cartooning thing that, like, how to draw a bit at the end as well. So that's another way to hook yeah. young. Um, pre-literate readers in. Fantastic. Great. Awesome. So what's next? I think we're going to go with a graphic novel for young readers who adore Raina Telgemeier's books, Smile, etc. Absolutely. Very popular. Mm, And the Babysitter's Club. We have got um, a fantastic new graphic novel by a Melbourne-based artist, Romaina Yee. It's called Seance Tea Party, and it is the story of a young girl called Laura who just 
doesn't want to grow up. All of her friends are getting on to high school and she wants to stay in the imaginative world of her childhood and so summons up this ghost called Alexa. We read this um, with our Year 5-6 book club at the shop and we had so many interesting discussions about um, what the ghost symbolises and um, about contemporary friendships. It was just marvellous. So it really is the kind of book that you want to give to a friend or a family member so that you can kind of pull out meaning it's tremendously beautiful as well. It's full colour, gorgeous panellings, and we had a, another um, great series of conversations about why some pages uh, have, have no words or some pages have particular colours that are used. So the visualist literacy element of um, Seance Tea Party is just a conversation never going to end starter. We wow. could have had our book club meeting for hours and hours and hours. It was sensational. Oh, I'll have to give that one a read. I do love a graphic novel. Well, I should then warn you, Bridget, to have maybe a tissue or two oh, with you. good tip. Okay. It's, yeah, it, it packs is, a, a punch. With a tearjerker. Squeezes the heart, whatever you'd Ooh. like to say. <laughs> Sounds very thought-provoking. Very exciting. Mm, totally. What else have you got with you today? Well, something a little bit different in tone. Um... This is a, a debut by H. Hayek, Hayek uh, called Huda and Me, and I'll leave their um, first name out for you, for readers to discover, because it's um, quite a coincidence. This is a story about um, a, a boy, and he's it's 12, and his mischievous little sister, Huda, um, their parents leave all six of their kids um, with an awful aunt. And aunts really do need to be represented in a more positive light in some more <laughs> children's fiction. It's a it's an issue I've got, but this aunt is awful. Um, and they're left with her so that their parents can return to Lebanon in a rush. And Huda does not want to stay with this awful aunt and convinces her brother that they should steal their aunt's credit card buy plane tickets and off they go oh my gosh yes isn't it it's it's <gasps> a, it's like your wildest um dream to do something so outrageous and so naughty yeah <laughs> worried about the ideas this might mm. give some young people what sort of age would you recommend this one to we're thinking our year three four book club are going oh, i've given something something away i usually hold out what we'll <laughs> read and re as a reveal at the end of each book club meeting so i've got a little bit of a way to kind of control the attention span a little bit but it's true. We're going to read this with our year three and four book club. You heard it here first. <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. Um, it's, yeah, really very exciting. And also there's this beautiful relationship between these siblings um, at the heart of the story. So it's quite tender as well as being very funny and lighthearted in a way. So um, a, a really wonderful balance. And I think... Uh, fabulous um, a s s p 
piece of escapism for young readers who might not really want to spend the time getting to know a whole fantastical world. Sometimes that world building is a um, just a bit of a bore for some kids at some time. So there's no world building needed. It's just straight in. Sounds excellent. Okay, one more chapter book I can see there. Oh, this is The Edge of Thirteen by a local legend, Nova Wheatman. It is the third um, companion book about Clem Timmons. First we had The Secrets We Keep Them, we had The Secrets We Share, and now we have The Edge of Thirteen, which sees Clem being so pumped up and excited about going back to school after the summer holidays. But turns out her friend Bridge has a boyfriend and her other friend Allie is wearing a bra (gasps) and Clem just isn't up for all of this. So she spends a bit more time with her mate um, Tom and then everyone's gossiping about them and saying like, are they a couple? Are they going out? And it is like for for grown-ups who are listening, Nova Whitman is being compared to this generation's Judy Bloom. I prefer the Robin Klein comparison, but she just understands the psychology of the age group that she's writing from the perspective of and for. And my own mum, when she read this incredible novel, said all parents of 12, 13-year-olds should read it too because it's a real reminder of... Um, how serious some of these things that might seem small to us adults are in our in our younger lives. Absolutely, those it sounds like a very relatable, uh, very relatable issues for lots of young people. So yeah, that's a glowing recommendation. That exactly, maybe right. one for um, parents out there as well as as well as young people. Agreed. Very exciting. Agreed. And Nova has a book um, coming out later in the year that I think we're going to launch here, here at Bagunga. Yeah. In the community room with um, with Emily Gale called Elsewhere Girls. And it's a time slip novel. So it's mm. set right now and then back in 1905. Wow. Oh, mm. Lots of exciting things on the horizon so for Nova. exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Okay, so I can see you've got one more book here. Tell me about it. So all of those books are by Melbourne authors and illustrators. This one is from WA. It's published by Mugabala Books, um, which is the only Indigenous-owned publisher in Australia. And it's by Helen Milroy. It's called Tales from the Bush Mob. And it is about A4 size, full-colour um illustrated stories about the bush. Helen Milroy is fascinating. She is a Palakou woman from the Pilbara region of Western Australia. She is an adolescent psychiatrist. She is a writer and a really strikingly wonderful artist as well. So this, um, compilation of a couple of stories is about the emu who ran through the sky and some other characters um it's she dedicates it to all the kids who just want to be part of the team um the first story is the big race and we've got kookaburras koalas echidnas kangaroos and dingo the boss dog to get to know um 
it's it's wonderful that sounds great what sort of age range would you recommend that to i think this is one of those book one of those illustrated picture books that does have a particularly wide age range i think one-on-one of three with a young three-year-old you would have a lot of engagement but i don't know about your story times bridget but i don't think i'd get away with such a long story at our our toddler cabaret sessions (laughs) (laughs) but um I think that reading to a class of preps or grade ones would be very satisfying and lead to a lot of ideas about them making their own stories and um, creating their own artwork in response to Helen Milroy's book. It does have a beautiful, striking front cover with a lovely illustration of an emu right on the front looking straight ahead. So it looks like a very, like we have beautiful pictures throughout fantastic thanks so much for having me in this afternoon bridget such a such a cheering thing to share these books with you and the podcast listeners oh thank you so much for joining us no it's been a real pleasure we're so thrilled to have you here today and we hope to have you back soon (gasps) yes please bye bye that was lisa from the little book room discussing some great new releases many of them from melbourne authors You can find those books at the Little Book Room and at Yarra Libraries. Have a look at this episode's show notes for the details. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to listen to other Kids Shelf episodes of the Yarra Libraries podcast or our stay-at-home baby story times. If you prefer something in person, our baby times, rhyme times and story times are back at all library branches. And for information on that book launch that we mentioned, just check our website, follow us on social media or subscribe to our e-newsletter. Thanks for listening.